Welcome back to another episode of Stoppage Time TV. We're live back in the flesh, live and direct, freshly from Liverpool, securing their first Premier League title, their first domestic title in 30 years. And once again, at the bridge, have gifted a team their first Premier League title. Um, more titles to Anfield than Steven Gerrard has. <laughs> you have to call the game as you see it, man. The truth is the truth. Listen, Mendy trying to do Slippy G. We see that. <laughs> we see that. But before we go any further, make sure you're subscribing, make sure you're liking, make sure you're following all the socials at Stockage Time TV on Instagram and Twitter. Um, YouTube's 360 TV. Make sure you're subscribed there as well so you can get the content direct all of the podcasting platforms as well. Make sure you're looking for Stubbage Time TV. Let's get into it. Liverpool winning the league. We knew it was going to happen. It's finally happened. Well-deserved, I would say. The points tallying between them and other teams suggests that um, even when they've not looked good this season, they've managed to get results. The one blemish you would say is the Watford game. But, I mean, if you think about the, the actual them winning their first title in 30 years off the back of a Champions League Club World Cup, missing out on the league by one point in the season before, that no matter what we say or what, no matter what we think, we have to respect, one, number one, respect this team, two, respect the manager, and three, respect the way they went about their business. I think that's a key thing. It took him four years, but he done it. Built the team up, great signings, and he's got a team there that they all have to make changes here and there, like a few little man that changes here but it's a good team they've, they've done well their mentality and the ability to handle pressure of where they missed out last year and then the ability to go again was it three losses over the two calendar so far, yeah. so far domestic seasons three losses one this season two the season before Crazy, crazy. And when you, just like you said there, like already European champions, already world champions, are you actually going to get the third one, Premier League champions? Like, And the way they played this season for me, I think outplayed every single team's, like by a mile as well. Like you look at every position in their team as well, arguably they've got the best player this year, like whether it be right back, left back, Fabinho, uh, the front three, arguably the best front three in the league, Alisson, best goalkeeper, like... People always question that midfield, but that midfield has done its job as well. Like, that's the key. you got to remember, this is a Liverpool team that hasn't even spent in the summer. Like, they literally said, nah, we're going again from what we had last season, and they've done it this time. Like, God knows now, for me, having seen that game now against uh, Chelsea and City, I don't know if City are going to close that gap next season, in all honesty, unless they invest heavily and come with the goods, come with a fresh approach. I don't know if they can close that gap. For me, Liverpool... Having not spent last summer, I can only see them adding this summer and only making that gap bigger. Big, big trouble ahead, I'm telling you. I think it's, it's interesting for Liverpool because ultimately the temptation, you would think they're going to have to add Jordan Henderson's 30. Milner played the key part in their squad, but I don't think Milner can keep doing that, if, if we're being totally honest. Um, I don't think there's any speculation about their star players leaving, but with anything, with any projects, once you hit, hit that summit, you have to be like, okay, how do we reassess and keep going forward? So, the investment will be needed. I mean, like, is it is it Minnamo? I don't know how to pronounce his name. You've brought this guy in, cool. You know, he's had a few appearances here and there. That's not enough in terms of depth. Naby Keita was a big signing when he was signed. He hasn't hit the ground running, but that's not not in terms of depth. You have Shakiris and whatnot. That's not enough in in terms of depth. 
um, the question is, will it be enough if everyone else doesn't pose a, a challenge? You've got to look at Cam's Boys United. If they get their recruitment right, I'm not saying it's a title charge, but it makes it interesting. Charles oh, cool. recruitment. It might not be a title charge, but it makes it interesting again. So they will need to invest to make sure that they've got just more than their 11. And even when you look at 11, we've just said now that people can argue that each position is probably the best in the league. If you look at other people's commentary as well, though, people will be like, oh, well, Salah's too greedy, he needs to go. Or Firmino is a striker but doesn't score goals, it's not enough. Or Trent gets caught out, all right, but they make it work. No matter what you say, or Gender Henderson can't retain the ball, they make it work. As a team, they are a very functional team and you can't take that away from them. But credit where it's due, credit where it's due. Uh, credit. Even when, again, even when <laughs> they didn't play well, there were, even like the games where they've been back, apart from the Palace game, Looking at the games and like oh, Liverpool, eh. even before the break, the form wasn't great. But I think that's interesting to, to go from like the gung ho football, where it's all attacking, all goals, all guns blazing, to where it's more. Do you know what? We just need to grind out the results. And the average age of this team, for me, I think you said like Milner, Henderson. There's a few older ones, but the average age of this team, I can only see them here for the long haul. Well, Sally, okay, I, like, I feel. I think. Obviously, everything we're saying, I think, is obviously is good, isn't it? Like in terms of Liverpool, are a good team. They made made it work. They're a proper team. You don't really see any egos or anything. You don't really just you just see a proper pattern team. And it's for fair play and credit to Klopp as well. So for them to win the league, thirty for the first time in thirty years, I find that pretty cute, pretty funny to hear. Personally, they think it's it's something mad, but I mean. Oh. Is, 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 is very funny they're talking about the perch you still got to win another title to get back on the perch but it is what it is it's fair play to them but I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to retain the title next year personally I see weaknesses in this Liverpool team personally um, yeah. I don't think they're going to recruit that well either hmm? Touching it. Where, where do you see the weaknesses? I just see that I see they're, they're a team that's they've got their, they've got their pattern but I feel like I've seen a few games this season which other teams are going to adopt are going to adopt the same type of tactics, close their fullbacks down early. And it was exposed against Atletico. United exposed it a little bit. Obviously, you're having to nitpick to find out where weakness is. But you could see with Manchester City last season or the season before, you always kind of said, mm, City's defence is a little bit funny. And yeah, they went and won the league, but eventually it's going to come, it's, it's going to get um, exposed. And listen, we talk about the... You talk about the consistency. Liverpool are playing at champion level, yeah, for the last two seasons. How many teams have played at a championship level three seasons in a row? It's only Manchester United. It's only Manchester United. Liverpool have never done it. City have never done it. Chelsea have never done it. It's yeah. only Man United that do it. It's not an easy thing to go, go again, go again, go again, three seasons in a row. And you look at City now. Yeah, we can talk about the defence and stuff. But for me, they just, they just... They're just tired, Mo. They've been at the top for so long. They're just, they're just tired. Motivation that's, that's, issues, that's everything. Better, isn't it? They need exactly. To, they need, so to, they need to freshen it up. We could talk about Laporte's absence as much as he as we like. When when Laporte's been back, I haven't seen much difference. They look still look whack, in my opinion, all season. So yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't I think the whole Laporte thing's been a little bit overstated. I just think City are just motivation wise, and that that's that's for me that's that's poor that's a poor showing on on Pep. Because at the end of the day, isn't the this the same thing to motivate them? Yeah, isn't this the same thing you did at Barcelona as well? Is it three seats? You started Bayern yeah. Munich, easy, mate. Like they've they've gone on one six in a row since you've been gone, mate. You know what I'm trying to say? So at the yeah. same time, it's like what a pep? Are you only 
can you only motivate guys for three, four, four years or something at the top? So it's, 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 very in, it's very interesting for me, and we'll see how Pep reacts from it. Because with the whole FFP thing and stuff, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but I don't know. My question. Two issues. I would say they've got two issues. I think the first one is, in terms of what they're like, you know, see, are going to retaliate. That's, that's first and foremost. We know they're going to retaliate. Cool. FFP is relaxed. However, if you look at kind of your, your star players, and let's just put it out there, you're, you've got your Sterling... You've got your KDB. Um, what's going to happen with them? Because if this Champions League ban does go through, it makes things very interesting. Those two players, are they going to want to spend key parts of their careers without Champions League football? I reckon they'll stay. But for me, just, just, to go back to Campbell, just to go back to what Cam was saying there, it's like where you think Liverpool won't repeat, I think the struggle is, is we've said it multiple times this season, the rest of the league, isn't as high in quality. And I think that's where okay. they've got a massive advantage, I think. I think if they just add one or two more pieces, whether it be a striker or an extra creative midfielder, I think next season, again, they're, they're, it's, it's a walk for them. But then again, when I, see, I, when I, I see it. because, again, with United... They, they, Stop trying to say United. United. Say Chelsea, bro. No, say Chelsea, bro. Wait, have patience. <laughs> Literally, the last time... You want to say United? Bears, <laughs> innit? <laughs> Bloody hell, fam. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to avoid pressure. The last time we gave Leicester the, um, the bye to win the league, the next season we came and won it. We've done the same with mm-hmm. Liverpool now. Invested. Listen, if we invest right... Like potentially, it could be yeah. same with United. Same with United. When I was saying title charge, yeah, they believe. now they beat City all of a sudden. Lamps restoring the feeling, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Let's be real. I called, I called what beat BNC, it's documented. I said it. I told man that we're finishing third as well. I believed in this. Like, I saw this. Like, I'm, I'm a prophet. I saw this happen. Yeah. But let's, let's be real. If we talk about um, Liverpool, I think if other teams invest, Liverpool at the moment, we all say it's a good squad in terms of their level. Their level is what them, wins them the games. You get me? Like, their centre mids, they can rotate and whatnot. Yeah. But that 11 was what wins them the game. And I feel yeah. like we need to... Add more to that. Okay, cool. But again, we don't know if that's going to happen. In terms of their situation, yeah, FFP is relaxed. But in terms of their bigger situation, there's a, there's a reason why they weren't signing players. It's because the P's mm. ain't there like how we think it is. And that doesn't just yeah. change overnight. So, um, yeah, I feel like we need to... I feel like at the same time, like, as, as, as much as they're a great team and they do whatever as a, a collective, I feel like we need to kind of, like, break down... Not break down necessarily, but we just got to look at some of their individuals as well in terms of how good they have been in this whole Trent period. You look, at, you look at you look at Allison, great signing. You look at Van Dyke, amazing signing. Trent doing his thing, come from the Academy. Robertson, five million or whatever he was from a relegation team. Wijnaldum, we know what he did come from a relegation team. Salah. Salah's come into this country, scored 92 goals, 34 assists. Going for three golden boots in a row. Crazy. Listen, mate, what he's come and done, we're going to start having conversations about where does he rank in the Premier League history? Where does he, in terms of what he does, in terms of if, he wins, if he goes and wins three, three golden boots in a row and wins, and wins the Premier League, wins player of the year, wins the Champions League, breaks the Premier League goal scoring record, so, we're talking so about an absolutely legendary player in this country. And then you've got, you've got Sadio Mane as well, 
each year on year, he's improving and improving. And yeah, it didn't show in the Champions League maybe this season, but each year his influence has grown. He started at Liverpool as the main man. Salah came, took over. Boom, my, this is my club. Then when it started becoming like, yo, we need to be serious contenders, both of them started saying, do you know what? We're going to share this mantle. And all of a sudden, Liverpool are Champions League winners now. Exactly. So, big, big, honestly, like when you, when you look at the individuals, and obviously you can talk about the leadership of Henderson. I don't think he's a great player, but you talk about his leadership. And I've spoken to a few players that know Henderson and stuff. And, bro, they, talk, they, they give me the insight that his leadership is, is amazing. And some things you don't see on the pitch, you may not do it like Roy Keane or show it like Gerard, but at the same time, you've got to give him his credit because at the end of the day, multiple people are saying this guy is an amazing guy in the dressing room and stuff. And he comes across well as well. So big him up. That spine, that, that side that they built as individuals, I, I always say system, you know, if they were going to a different team, how good would they be? I don't, I don't know. But at the end of the day, let's judge it for what we are having right now, face value. And it's absolutely ridiculous at the moment. So big, big up them, man. Completely. Key thing about all of that as well, again, recruitment. Man. If you look at the way that team was assembled, it's just really good recruitment. Like the, 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 big, the big sign-in before Van Dijk was Naby Keita. And he's not really even part of that whole thing. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. That recruitment has been so well put together. And it's because this organisation has essentially allowed the manager to kind of build what he wants. He has not dealt with the football he wants. They've trusted him with the players he wants. And he's managed to make a team that has won everything. And you have to respect it because there's a lot of teams that are not getting that luxury and they're not delivering. So, yeah, no. You think how much that benefits them? Having made those types of smart signings, what else can they do moving forward for me? I don't think I don't think they stop here. I think I think it's hard because ultimately when you reach that peak and you've won everything, where do you go from from there? They've still got to kind of finish off strong for me because they could still be in. They can break records. Yeah, one of the they're going for 107, right? If they they can go for 107. 100%. 100%. So for me, they, they've still got that to play for till the end of the season. But I yeah. think this team could do back to back, if not a free peak. I'll be real. I mean, I, I, would, I would never ever say a team can do, personally, I would never say a team can do a free peak until I see it. You know what yeah, I mean? No, I've the free peak is the hardest. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen, I've seen, that free peak is the penalty. Yeah, I mean, back to back is, is possible. It really depends on the summer. I wouldn't predict it. I'm just trying to say that I feel like. There, if teams improve, if teams improve, it will be a lot harder. Winning the league by twenty points. Look at what happened with, um, look what happened with with City. At the end of the day, people can talk about, can laugh about United, can laugh about Chelsea and stuff, right? But can we not forget Liverpool in the first time City won the title? Liverpool were nearly forty points off City. They? They were four. How, no, no, Liverpool about how much points? We lost the league to the City by 19 points. They were behind us for like four or five points. So about 20-something points as well. Next season, they lost the league to Liverpool, to City, by one point. That shows the improvement. I bet you if in 2018, I said to you, if I said to you in 2018, Liverpool are going to title charge and potentially finish first, you would have laughed. So everyone can laugh now, but we'll see. I feel like there's going to be teams that are going to improve. Some teams are already active in the market, like Chelsea and stuff. So it's going to be a lot harder, and the players will probably know that. So it's going to be very interesting to see. It's very interesting, man. But yeah, very, very interesting times. Credit, credit where it's due, man. And where, listen, let's see where that team goes now. Um, Cam, you brought up something interesting. 
that I wanted to discuss is well, obviously your boys were in action, and for a lot of United fans, it was it was a performance that they've been waiting for. Um, to highlight one of the points you made, it was who are you going to double up on when you've got Bruno and Pogba playing, which we saw. And then we saw the feeling being restored once again of Martial and Rashford kind of, you know, going for it. Um, Martial getting a hat-trick. Um, both of them are on 19 goals apiece, all comps, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 20 goal seasons coming in for them, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's in a season where one of them has been injured a lot and it's not been the best condition. Which tells you that, you know what, there is something there. Can touch on that for me. The, the way I see it is, look, United have talent. We have players with talent. And I will be on the ledge of saying talent-wise, Martial and Rashford are not, off, are not off Mane and Salah. They're not off Sterling and Sane. They're not... When it comes to talent, they're not... He's the place all the time. Anyway, this season, but we won't go too much into that. You know what I mean? But when you look at talent-wise, Rashford... Martial, they're top talents at the end of the day. They're top talents and it's about applying it. And this season, they've applied it with pretty much nothing behind them. Martial, I was looking at something. Um, Martial taken 16 shots this season and has scored 14 goals. Mohamed Salah, who's chasing for the Golden Boot, and Vardy. Vardy has taken 104 shots and scored 19 goals. And Salah has taken 103 shots and scored 17 Martial has only had 68 shots and has scored 14. If he was to now average the same amount of shots as Salah and um, Jamie Vardy, he'll have, on average, 21 goals this season in the Premier League. So he's a clinical player at the end of the day. If you give him his chances, he's clinical. Do you know, I'm, I'm, bro, if you I give him his... to come, up to come. <laughs> <laughs> if you give him... <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny you thing is, he, start, he, said the, he said the stat wrong at the beginning because I think he said 16. I was like, hold on, what? No, no, but at the beginning, you said 16, 14. Then you, it, oh. Yeah, that's what I was like, hold on. Yeah. Right? I was going to say, yeah, I, you, I get you. If you right? look at that, that means he's clinical and that means without service, he's having to put the ball in the back of the net. And then you look at what Rashford's done. We've spoken about Rashford many times this, this, whole, um, this season. And the way I see it is just like, to become a good team, I'm very excited about that, that them two are going to put down 20-goal seasons without Pogba doing his thing, without Bruno um, without Bruno coming in January because you don't win no titles without two people at least chipping in very heavily in the goal scoring. Mane, Salah, 20 each season. Sterling, Aguero, 20 each season. We can go back, whoever, Ronaldo, Rooney, you can go, we can do it. When it, how, how far back we can go, yeah? yeah? So the way I see it is you need two people that are going to be banging goals and you know what you're going to get from them week in, week out. And that's what I feel like I'm starting to get from Rashford and Martial. I looked at the game the other day. Rashford played like probably like a six, got two assists. If you're having a bad game, Martial can do his thing because Pogba, Bruno, they're going to be doing their thing as well. And all of a sudden, it's not hero ball, bro. All of a sudden, we don't need Rashford shooting from 35. We don't need Rashford... <laughs> trying to run himself into the ground, you know what I mean? And I feel it's exciting. And I and I say it, four signings, if Maynard can get four of the right signings, and don't get to it has to be the good recruitment. Yeah. Four signings, we can become a very, very competitive team. And when I say competitive, that could mean a slight title chance. And if we don't if we don't win the league, I want to lose the wait, league by eight, eight, eight. Wait, 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 wait. Lose the title by eight, nine. If you're going to lose it, eight, nine points. 
So then, like Jose Mourinho said, little horses. Then next season, you can be like, okay, I think we're seven signings away from being a very like top team. Seven signings, because that's because of squad depth. But I think if we address the defensive midfield issue, we address the left back, we get a right winger and another creative player off the bench. I think there's no reason with that. Look at Liverpool. They just won the league, basically, with their flat 11. I think there's no reason why United cannot go and be a but like strong top three team next season. Obviously, Chelsea are going to improve, but it could be very interesting if we recruit well. well very, very interesting. Yeah, I think in my not that much recruitment, though, to be honest. Like, even mm-hmm. at left-back, I think you've got Brandon Williams coming through, who I think is actually going to be a decent left-back. I think right-wing, yeah, you can say, but I wouldn't even say DM. DM, I think, Tom, you need someone. Uh, do you know what? You was just crediting Henderson. He can be, like, similar to Henderson, where he gets that uncredited role. But for me, what's more... Honey-poo, man. You need someone next to Maguire for me. I, I don't... Um, I haven't been convinced by Lindelof or Bailly over the last two, three seasons or whatever. I think that's probably more where you need to address it. I think keepers, you're spoiled for choice. Wan-Bissaka, right back. You said going forward, you're killing it anyway. But I don't know. I think if you... I think, I think a defensive midfielder is more important. Yeah, luxury, I would say. I think if you address the centre-back and the DM position, maybe, like you said... I think you lot are ready for a title challenge next yeah, season. Yeah, I think you lot could be dark horses. I think can next I season... Can I throw in a caveat? Do you reckon Oli can lead the title charge? I think uh, this is, this is what I was going to say. I feel like, I feel like um, I've mentioned it before in terms of... Funny, throwing Frank as well. Throwing Frank as well. Yeah, I think... I know, but it's the same thing with both of them. I think both of them can, with quality players, they can do something. We can't not go and make a shout about will they go and win the league? Because we don't, they, we've never seen them in situations like that. We don't know if they're good enough to now be able to take them to the next level of winning leagues. What One thing we've seen with Ole and Frank Lampard is they can improve, they can improve players. Yeah. Lampard's improved a few players at Chelsea so far. Um, Ole's improved a few players or restored their level um, of a few players at Manchester United. Do you know what I mean? So... One thing I do know is that if you give Ole some quality players, he can set out instructions and manage man manage well enough to be able to get us to a prime position. Now, my thing is, can are you a good enough coach? And because you know, when you get quality players, but like real quality players, the demand is higher. Yeah, it, it's not no like it, the demand is higher. Top players look at you differently, bro. John Terry, whoever would look at Jose Mourinho differently, bro. And you have to chip in. I think the man management becomes a different thing because now you haven't got your flat 11. You've got to upset some players or if you've got a certain superstar in your squad, you've got mm-hmm. to be able to handle him because at the end of the mm-hmm. day, like, he might come with this sort of personality that he needs to be catered to or he needs this and that. And that's where your man management and man management of elite players comes in because mm-hmm. one of the, the key thing about these two managers that we're talking about is they're very used to, to managing younger um, products you get me like young Mm -hmm. players that that have potential but if you're signing they're both still buying towards that though i think they know their strengths because zh okay zh isn't over but zh isn't accomplished but much in the game but timo timo's 24 24 yeah 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 exactly timo as well yeah so these two players for example and and who's the other players you're linked with habits 20 young chillwell 21 Yep. So these are players that haven't really achieved much in the game. They look at a figure like Lampard, legendary footballer, one of the best to I've ever play the game. I've won the Champions League. Yeah. You, you, you buy into that. And it's the same as Zidane. Yeah. Z- Zidane, 
Now there's levels to how good he was as a football player. Yeah. So when he steps into a room, you listen, mate. Do you know what I mean? And Zidane said it himself. I'm not the best tactically, but man management, I can take you where you need to go, mate. And I've been, here, I've been here before. Exactly. And I think that's going to be, that's what Ole and Lampard are going to have to achieve. I think Lampard's a bit of a better coach than Ole. But at the same time, I think both of their strengths are man management. And yeah. you never know what could happen, man. You never know. Change this season. So what was that? Has your opinion changed on Oli this season? Like, do you are you are you back on kind of like not the bandwagon, but mm. are you back on Oli's side now? For me, I was more obviously I was Oli in initially, and then I was Oli out. For me, I'm just kind of I'll be real. I'm just on the fence now. I'm just like on the fence. I'm not Oli in because if Oli left and we got a better man, I'm never our age. Yeah. I'm just yeah. on the fence because I get what he's trying to do. But my thing is, again, is he good enough to finalise it? Yeah. I get what he's trying to do. The cultural reset was a funny term at first, but it's real. What he's done in terms of the reviving <coughs> culture at United has worked out. Has he made how better players play better? Rashford's back to the Rashford I knew under LBG. Martial's back to the Martial I knew. Recruitment as well has been okay, has been calm. Other than Daniel James, but that was meant to be like a little shrewd signing. I think Maguire will come good. Rambisaka is a good signing. Bruno is an absolutely world class signing. So in that respect, I'm not, I'm not an unfair person. I look at it and be like, you're I can see what you're trying to do, but do I think you're good enough to be going head on versus clock? And when we get to the Champions League against these other tactical geniuses. I don't know. I still doubt it. But has he reset the culture and has he made United more likable as a fan? 100%. I hated Manchester United for a point. But now I, I would say, yeah, I'm on the fence right now with that. For, uh, what, are you, what are you telling me though? Because one of the things we mentioned was the Jose Little horse remark. And I mentioned in the group chat, typically with Jose Mourinho, the thing that said about him is even when the first season doesn't go, the second season is the one. Um, FFP rules relaxed um, Spurs are in a situation where you're lingering at the moment but if you look at it there was a time where what 2016 you finished second 2017-18 you finished third dropped off dropped off do you reckon next season can be the season where you come back into contention again with the right recruitment that's the key bit for me with the right recruitment. I think it's got to be smart for me. I don't even know because this year, even you look at our record signing this year, Ndombele, he was kind of meant to be part of this new rejuvenation, him, LaCelso, Bergwijn, but can't get a sniff. Two games back now, not a single minute played. And I don't know, they're, they're talking about midweek reports about him potentially wanting out, doesn't want to play for Jose anymore. Jose's denying it after the game I'm not really sure what's going on things definitely don't look right put it that way there's something going on there that's not being said publicly for me Barcelona have just sold Arthur for 72 million I wouldn't be surprised it's drugs Return, I think it is but listen if, if they needed to fill that hole long term Endombele is definitely an option for me, I'll be I honest, think, I think well, speaking yeah. about Spurs, but quickly on that, I think all of that's air. I do not understand why Barcelona, as a team, institution, organization, are not cashing in on the midfielders that are just dead weight and getting Thiago back. It's a no brainer. It makes all the sense. Wait a second, Fred. No sense. Yo, 
What? So in terms of that Ndombit situation, yeah. What did I tell you? Look how close he came to the cover. <laughs> what did I tell you? You said it wouldn't work under Jose, yeah. And what's happening right now? Listen, it is what it is. Jose didn't sign him. I'm, I wasn't expecting it to go wrong. <laughs> expect him to be given a chance and the fact that he can't even get a sniff to prove that he's worth something on the pitch there must be something going on behind does the that not concern you whether that's whether that's training yeah, that's a good question that's a good question 100 it is on the coach as well the, the no, coach but, has but does it concern no, no, i mean i mean does that concern you not just about the end dom situation yeah it's a reoccurring thing that jose falls out with pretty much his most talented players. I can list you a long list of them. You know what I mean? Why does that not concern you? I'll be real with you. Like, in this case, for what he's asking... Of with him, a manager that has a short-term span, for, bro. I get And that. Dom is young. And, 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 and Jose is learning about statistics in press conferences as well. We're not going to let that start. <laughs> them inflated numbers. <laughs> no, but listen, I hear what you're saying about the concern. But for me, it's... What was he asking of Dembele? Uh, end on Bele, sorry, was to work harder and show me why you, you, you've got the ability there. He said it multiple times. Just show me you can work that little bit harder. I don't think that's a ridiculous demand to ask of one of your most talented players. Now, has, has End on Bele responded to that? I don't know. For me, I think Jose could have definitely handled the situation better. Even previous ones, I've always said, Jose sometimes mishandles things incorrectly. With this one, we'll see how it turns out. But for me, it, I just think it's, it's one of the biggest L's when you've broken your record for a talented player and you can see the abilities there as well but you choose not to use him like when we were tuning up Harry Winks came on he's already had minutes in the last game why couldn't Ndombele just get subbed off mm. for me I don't know and all he's going to set up is Ndombele's next game he's going to be way off it he's going to be blowing yeah, he's going to be tired gonna and be everyone's going to now say he's lazy yeah. again yeah. they'll say he's lazy <laughs> bro he ain't played yeah. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Got, the next time he gets introduced, and same thing will happen like that. Way. Yeah, it's a reoccurring cycle, isn't it? Like, you set someone up for failure. Um, we've got about eight minutes left. I was going to ask you a question. Um, one of the things that's happening now, we, we've said that City are going to try and challenge again. Liverpool are going to try and go again. Chelsea and United looking in prime position to kind of try and pick up. That's four teams. One Arsenal, or Arsenal. Or not, I don't know where they're going to be. I, I honestly feel. I said, they don't match on Arsenal no more. I said it. No, I, said it three, I said it three years. I said that Wolves. I said that Wolves as a team, as an institution, could overtake um, Arsenal because they set themselves up properly. But when you speak yeah. on it now, Wolves, as in the position they are are in, do you reckon that Wolves could potentially be a challenge for you guys next season in terms of disrupting what you guys are trying to do? One hundred percent. Like that. I, I'm not surprised what they're doing this season. Wolves have been doing that. I said when they were in the championship, I knew straight away they'd come up and be a Europa League team. And now they've shown consistency. I don't see why they don't back Nuno a little bit more this summer and just go that extra step for me. Like what Adama Traore and Jimenez are doing there, if they can keep a hold of Adama this summer, Neto. one of the most improved Neto. players this season. Because the, that's the big issue a team like Spurs has. Like It's one thing with all the teams here doing that, but it's when the teams around you are getting stronger and they're making it hard for you to... They're trying to pull you away from that race. It becomes a different conversation. These ones below you are trying to catch exactly. up. Exactly. And again, FFP, I mean, like, yeah, I know. Let's, this, not, this I'm not going to go too clear, but Everton have peas. You get me? Everton have peas. There's a few teams in the Premier League that have peas. Newcastle are one of those other teams that could potentially have peas as well. So suddenly you start having a different conversation about what can happen in the league, especially if you guys don't have finances. It starts to look a bit interesting for you, man. Yeah.
No, 100%. And for me, it's like next season, this is where I said the Europa League thing plays even more part because all these teams will be strengthening because they think they can make that extra little bit of jump. If we don't have European football next season, I, Champions League is done now. I, I, I don't care to win another game for the rest of the season, in all honesty. Don't expect me to be upset about any L's or any bad results. I don't care. I'm happy to finish 8th, ninth, 10th, whatever it don't is. Don't forget about what lasting effect that can have on the squad, though. You definitely need to continue winning games. I just hope if that did happen, it just magnifies the problems. To be honest as well, do you know how mad it looks in Jose if you guys just like, finish the season on a limp? It looks really bad. Because again, the whole, the whole question will go back about, well, was we not better under Poch? That's what's going to happen. Max, bro. Like I said we shouldn't have sacked Poch years ago. Like we're, we're going around the houses now for me. Like, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. No, no, got... I get, I'm just saying in relation to the point, in terms of very similar to what we said about the Mourinho point about Undombele. When Undombele comes on, match fitness is going to be there. The conversation is going to go in a circle. I think that's what's going to happen. If, if Spurs limp or kind of tank the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. About, oh, well, you know what? Well, Poch, this wouldn't have happened. Like Poch happens again. And is that the best for that environment? Not really. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's good to like kind of tank the season. I wouldn't say do that. I think just continue being competitive, get Europa, whatever it, whatever it is. At the end of the day, Europa is another gateway to the Champions League. Literally In a way, I see it. If Man United don't catch Leicester, we don't catch Chelsea. I'm think, I think we're definitely getting to the final, personally. I'm confident of that. Whether we're going to win it, I don't know. We'll see. Which would be interesting. Yeah, so... Um, but... Just touching on, we forgot about. I didn't even hear. Would you say? I, I just said, see you. You're facing Wolves in the final. That would be interesting because if we're oh, facing... be yeah. Well, is that the team that we got three clean sheets against this season? Oh, okay, but anyway, um, the way the way I see it is, if you we we got a big up Chelsea as well today. Um, thank you. Big up Chelsea as well for for that win. That's a boy. That's thank a man. That's win. you should be doing, Maze Rob. <laughs> yeah, is. I, I said host, thank you. Host, I can't. Like, you have to. You have to. I have to let you man. Find the pocket for me to yeah. come and get me up. It was a big performance. Yeah, I wanted to, you got to put, we got, maybe I will, but we got to put lights on, 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 on how, on, on Pep, man. How can you, how can you literally lose three times to Ole, lose, get slapped by Lampard as well, and then lose the title by, as it stands, 23 points? Boy, boy, boy. The GOAT, they tried to put him next to Fergie. Listen. I don't, I don't often, I don't often reel up things, but I remember Fred once saying that, listen, this guy is a sick coach. However, without money, what? he's not a fraud. No, 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 no. I'm not saying fraud. I'm not saying fraud. Hey. I'm just highlight. I'm just highlighting what Fred said. I know. I see Fred, bro. I see through yeah. Fred, bro. Hey, hey. So I had to throw that one out there for the fans. I know the fans remember hearing that, but again, he's in the situation where City. In Touch on Pulisic. What's it? Pulisic. Again, I've always, I said it two weeks ago that there's I named him. He's one of them players where proved that you deserve to be in the squad next season. Like, what does that mean for Cho? What, what does Pulisic's development mean for Hudson? It means that he's in the mud. Again, I feel like he's in, he was in a situation where from the beginning, it's kind of like, listen, you're getting bumper contracts of getting a debut, um, a debut for England and showing glimpses of talent. Okay, but is that and is that enough incentive to make you go and really go out there and like and again you've had a hard injury and I keep saying it injuries are tough to come back from but you've got to show initiative when you come back you have to make sure that when you come back you at least show something that tells people you know what okay you know what this guy's serious and similar to what Pulisic did Pulisic came back two and two 
He's come back two and two straight. Listen, Damon Barkley in that first game came on, changed the game. They start this game. Have you noticed Lampard does that a lot during the season? If you play well, you will start the next game. That's why Mount keeps getting starts as well, because he shows something when he's playing. Giroud at the moment, starting because he played well in the previous game. You've got to earn yourself, earn your right to play. And when you're in the team, like with everything in football, you stay in there if you're on good performance, on good merit. So again, we've got how many games? Maybe eight games now, including that FA Cup game. These Chelsea players have to prove that, you know what, one, they deserve to be in squad, and two, they deserve to be there. Because at the end of the day, listen, Rome, we've, I think we've invested the Morata money and a bit of the Hazard money. We still have a bit of money left. We can still flex some spending power and FFP rules are relaxed. So it means that people need to really... Exciting yeah. times. It if is. you can't be excited with what's going on with Frank Lampard at the moment, then I worry for you. Listen, I said it at the beginning of the season. I, I, promise was I was excited at the beginning of the season with, with Lampard. I said, in terms of the style of football that was going to be played, it might be a bit more expensive, it might be a bit better. And we're going to you see some other shit. Well, so Boy, you, know. Know. you said he's the chosen one. He's going to take the promise line. We've seen, yeah, we've got one minute left. We've seen Liverpool come back from 30 years of hurt. We've seen Liverpool build something within four seasons um, under Klopp, even three seasons because they won the Champions League. We can even say two seasons. Within two seasons, we started seeing, hold on, Liverpool are coming. If you think that that doesn't make me think United or Chelsea can eventually come back. You're playing, man. You're playing yourself, bro. You're playing yourself. The clubs can come back. Trust me, fam. Watch this space. That experience is restoring. But listen, the only team that's fully finished right now is Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal. Listen, we have to dedicate a whole episode for Arsenal because their their man are in the mud for real. But listen, that's another episode. <laughs> make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're liking. Make sure you're sharing. Make sure you hit us up on the socials and the DMs if there's anything you want us to discuss. That's another option. Liverpool. 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 I order red for you, man. You're a fan, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. We're out. One Premier League, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're <a> <laughs> I say. <laughs>